0: welcome to hillhurst united church the podcast we're really glad you're here whoever you are wherever you're at join us on the journey happy easter everyone yes it's still easter according to the church calendar easter lasts for 50 days so for the next six weeks we'll be talking about how easter is a way not a day Today, we'll be talking about what it means to be Easter people. That just means God's people. And how can we keep Easter alive long after the actual day? Let us pray. Open our ears, O God, to hear your words and know your voice. Speak to our hearts. Let these words guide us to where we are called. Amen what has disappointed you this year this may be a strange way to start an easter sermon but like you there's been many disappointments this year one thing that's on my mind right now is my convocation i spent three and a half years in seminary working my butt off to get done in time and now i met with just an online convocation that may sound a little selfish but what i really wanted was a party i wanted to be in vancouver with all my friends i wanted to walk across the stage and i wanted my hard work acknowledged by people cheering me on as i received my degree I know that I'm not alone in my disappointments. I talked to a couple last week who had their 50th wedding anniversary during 2020, and they had planned to fly their whole family to Mexico, including their grandkids, and celebrate there, but that had to be postponed. So again, COVID has disappointed us. And you know, I was a little disappointed with Easter this year. I didn't want to be isolated yet again. It seems like the most important Christian holiday of the year just kind of felt like an ordinary Sunday. And I would love to stand up here and tell you, as spiritual people, it's your duty to find joy amongst the darkness, just snap out of this funk. But perhaps that would make me a little bit of a hypocrite. I can't preach stick your head in the sand and pretend everything is great because Easter happened. Reality is we are still in the COVID cave and it sucks. I really wanted Easter to make it all better. I wanted to find the Easter joy that would make me feel like life was normal, but it's not normal. And I'm actually not sure what normal is anymore. I keep on asking myself, what will life look post-COVID? We all know our life has changed and we don't know where they're going, what the new normal is. But among all this chaos, the rising numbers, in this broken world, Easter has to mean something. It has to make a bit of a difference, right? One of my very favorite quotes about easter comes from pope john paul ii we are easter people hallelujah is our song which is attributed to saint augustine of hippo in the fourth century now pope john paul ii was a man who knew suffering and battles as a young man he lost most of his immediate family to disease and was then thrown into a life of persecution and deprivation And during the Second World War, when the Nazis took over his homeland of Poland, there was decades of oppression. In 1986, he spoke the following words while on a papal journey to the Far East in Oceania. We do not pretend that life is all beauty. We are aware of the darkness and sin of poverty and pain. But we are Easter people and hallelujah is our song. If we really are Easter people, if our faith goes beyond the surface, is it really up to us to be beacons of the world that is suffering? Being Easter people does not mean we will not suffer. Around this time last year, I was working at Foothills United Church I was doing live Zoom services. I remember saying, COVID, there has to be something good that comes out of COVID. And one of my congregation members stood up, well, spoke up and said, Kim, you're wrong. There's nothing good about this pandemic. People are dying. People are sick. I'm alone, isolated in my house and I never in my life felt so dead. As tears rolled down her cheeks, I swallowed hard. Here I've been at home with my family, isolated, actually enjoying the bits, our daily walks and our board games and our puzzles, watching Netflix. Meanwhile, she was alone, newly divorced and isolated. Someone who had a very active social life, loved lunches with her friends and golf games, was all of a sudden just by herself. And at that time, I did not, I could not understand her loneliness, the loneliness that could not be filled by endless Zoom meetings and phone calls. How could I ask her to embrace Easter How could I ask her to be an Easter people? How could I ask her to proclaim hallelujah as her song? How can I ask you to be Easter people when we're stuck in a cave? How can we proclaim hallelujah as our song if we are living because we're living in the midst of fear in a broken world? Aunt Lamont says we are Easter people living in a Good Friday world and this cannot be more true. So let me ask you this. What do Easter people do in the face of despair, suffering, death, injustice and heartbreak? I'll tell you what we don't do. We don't just stand there. We need to show the broken world that there's hope, that God has not abandoned us. Not because we think the world isn't broken, but because we've been asked to participate in redeeming it. We've been called to make the world a better place. I love the movie Titanic. I've seen it several times, but I'm kind of guilty of turning it off halfway through. I just don't want to watch the suffering and the, the boat sink. I don't want to see all that. What I want is I want Kate and Leo or the, whoever their names are. <laughs> I want them to be the story. I want them to live happily ever after. But unlike the Titanic story, the story of the resurrection us hope the story of the resurrection is about new life and you simply cannot ignore this life-giving hope life-giving hope can be found in the deepest oceans the darkest caves even in the driest deserts it cannot be stifled just like life-giving hope. We cannot hide this story away in a cave, no matter how much the world is suffocating us. It is not possible to hide this kind of good news. 2020 was a record-breaking year for renewable energy. The beavers, the white-tailed eagles, red kites, enormous Dalmatian pelicans were reintroduced into the UK ecosystem while polio was eradicated in Africa. AIDS and HIV dropped to the lowest levels in 20 years. There was a baby gorilla boom in Rwanda. Saudi Arabia and Palestine both banned child marriage. It's easy for us to ignore these good news stories. Not that we should, but we could. Why? Because they do not directly affect our everyday lives. But what we can't ignore is the good news found in the resurrection story, because as it has and does affect each one of us on a daily basis. Well, at least it should. As John says, Easter is not a day, it's a way. Earlier we heard Keith read Acts 4, 32 to 35. We heard the people were so touched by jesus radical teachings of love and social action and the resurrection that transformed them so much so that they started selling their properties and laying their proceeds that they from their properties at the, at the feet of the disciples to feed the hungry i don't know about you but I'm not sure the last time I was so profoundly touched by someone's teaching and their generosity and love that I decided to sell my house and give the money to those who need it. In seminary, in my Pastoral Theology 101 course, we learned about three modern day saints, John Woolman, Simone Wheel, and Dorothy Day. John Woolman was a Quaker, an independent and successful tradesman in the 1700s. He was distraught with the slave trade and sold everything and spent every waking moment of his life traveling around the states to combat combat racism. Simone Weil was an activist. She fought to improve the lives of factory workers. Her activism started in 1915, when she was only six years old, and she refused sugar in solidarity with the troops entrenched along the Western Front. After moving to America in 1942, she was diagnosed with tuberculosis, but she refused special treatment. Instead, she limited her food intake to what she believed residents of German-occupied France ate, and she eventually died of starvation lastly dorothy day was a social activist she spent her whole life fighting for the oppressed she was so drawn to her causes she gave up all of her possessions and purposely lived a life of poverty upon hearing about these saints i was confused did being an easter people mean giving up everything and starving myself or living in a life of poverty Is this what is being asked of us yes and yet no we are not supposed to sit helplessly we should give to those who are suffering we should grieve with those who are suffering we should pray for the hurting we should give our funds our time and our energy to make change no matter how small we should speak up this is what it means to be Easter people we are called to open wide the doors of God's unifying love this might be by, by being generous this might be by marching and protesting with the marginalized It might be forgiving someone who hurt us. It might mean feeding the hungry. It simply might mean keeping our eyes wide open to the suffering in the world. And what if we fail? What if we walk by that homeless person and simply ignore them, pretending they're not there? What if we are decide we are too overwhelmed with the state of this world to march down the streets what if we forget to love our neighbors as ourselves then we need to remind ourselves that we are Easter people we are God's people the resurrection gives us a gift of starting over and over again and trying again we need to remember that because of the resurrection no matter what we do or we don't do no matter what we say or we don't say no matter what we think or we don't think we will always be easter people god's people because of the resurrection we are loved unconditionally we are extended endless grace and each day is a new day Thanks so much for tuning in to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are thinking about someone who might enjoy it too, we invite you to send it their way and help the podcast grow. We're really glad you're here and we'd love to know what you thought about today's sermon. Leave us a review in iTunes or send us an email at communications at hillhurstunited.com. We'd love to hear from you.